Welcome to hour two of the Donna and Steve extravaganza on my talk 1071, where talk is fun. Yeah. Steve's catching up on emails right now. So many emails. I have trouble. I need to, I need somebody to help me with my, my thing. You need a personal assistant. Oh, I'd love one. Would you? Would you pay someone? Hmm. I would experiment with it. Really? I could use one because administratively, that is my weak spot. And sure. so when I have to take, that's where I work my slowest and least efficiently. And it's not what I'm great at. You know, they all, all these, the things are like, you gotta do your best to delegate other tasks so that you can focus on the place where you add the most value mm-hmm. as opposed to ancillary, ancillary tasks, which just take up your time and take you away from the thing that you're great at. Sure. It would be like if you asked an accountant for a couple hours a day to just try to just jot down some comedic sketch ideas. And they'd be like, okay, I'll try. I don't think it's going to be great. And it's going to take me away from the accounting. Sure. But sure. That's how I feel. Okay. Maybe you could pay your daughter to help you. I me no trust my daughter. (laughs) (laughs) Not to be. I like a, I want to test one of these virtual assistants. I keep getting Instagram ads for them. Like, one of them's called maybe the motion app. There are these AI things that are like input all of your stuff onto this calendar. And then it automatically organizes the things and the order in which you do it. And then if you have to skip a task, it will reshuffle them for you. That feels somewhat interesting to me. Okay. Sorry. I was just responding to an email where we have to play pickleball with somebody. Sorry. And you were looking at me while typing. What a woman. Maybe you could be my assistant. No, thank you. That looks like an administrative assistant. You were like somebody had just walked into the door while you were finishing <laughs> an email to the the lawyer in the office. Um, yeah, I don't I don't look at my hands when I type. Do you? I've never not looked at my hands while I type. I don't. I bet you don't need to. Oh, I do. You sure? I'm pretty sure. I look at the screen when I type, not my hand, not my the keys. Does that make sense? Let's try something. Okay. And everybody, if you're in front of a computer. Um, Donna, why don't you tell me what to write and I will attempt to do it and give me two sentences. I'll attempt to do it without looking and then I will read you back what I've written. Okay. Uh, okay. Why don't I just read, um, just make a sentence. I'll read a story. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. No, I don't. Well, we're going to get to the story. Okay. Okay. Here's the story. One of Lady Gaga's classmates. Hang on. Was Carly Waddell. She's no. Hang on, hang on. Oh, well. She's no. Wait, no, no, no. I'll tell you when I'm ready for more. <laughs> okay, we'll just sit here and wait for you. Okay, to catch up. all right, next sentence. She's known for The Bachelor. Can I look down just to reassociate no. where I am? No, okay. you didn't. No. She's, She's known for The Bachelor now. Or The Bachelor. But she wanted to be a serious oh. artist at one point. But That's enough. She wanted. And then I'll tell I'll actually give you the story. Artist at one. The amount of times that I have hit multiple keys. Okay, now why don't you look at the screen and see what if you do. Now I will read it to you. Okay. One orf, Lady (laughs) Zahahas, there is a semicolon in there. (laughs) Classmates wasn't varked. Gookswick. I was. Kin Bioquin, Dwee, Ridk Hugh, Bax, 
Chedge Wellor Noel Bursaw. Nope, nope, I'm going to finish. Oh, Bursaw Nuagantid. Okay. Ritio B. A. Serio Huisin. Okay. Eridist. <laughs> At her is this that, Ibne is this that Missy Elliott song? Piober. Now play it backwards, Mike. It's your friend yet. So wow. yeah, Donna. I can't do it. Okay. Can't do it. Not gonna Not do it. Gonna do it. Wouldn't be prudent. Okay. Now, getting okay. back to this woman from The Bachelor. Apparently she went to the same school of the arts in New York with Lady Gaga, who of course at the time was known as Stephanie. And she was doing a um, like some kind of interview where she explains that Lady Gaga was actually very annoying. Here's what she said. Oh, sorry, Mike. Like in class with Lady yes. Gaga? Yes, but then she was Stephanie. I was not a fan. <laughs> During lunch, she would play on the piano. There's a piano because you would eat just in like a dance studio. Yeah. And she would sit at the piano every single day and just play and sing Wicked at the top of her lungs every day. Okay. And we were all just trying to eat lunch. It was like break time. And we were all like forced to listen to her. And yes, was she good? Of course. She yeah. was great. But yeah. I just wanted to eat my sandwich. And so I used to just eat in the hallway. Did Because everyone... she was driving me crazy. I mean, she was one of the good ones. I would never be like, she was so above. But now she's wow. so above. I mean, it just sounds like she really was applying herself, right? Okay. What do we tell yes. our kids? Got to apply yourself. Yes. Right? That's sure. what we tell yeah. our kids, man. That's, that's it, man. That's, that's, that's a good thing tell to tell them. Um, this, is, this is a fake news story. If I had a nickel for every person in my past who would describe me as at least kind of annoying, Donna, half of our listeners feel that way. This That's doesn't true. phase me at all. I know I was reading the emails too. Yeah. <laughs> I get a joke. This is a joke. nothing. Yeah, I mean, I could see where she would be like, okay, theater nerd, chill out. Were they at like a performing arts school though? Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So of course I would expect a that. Yeah. I, I'm yeah. surprised there wasn't a guy in the other corner doing some monologue from Hamlet. Right. <laughs> And you're like, okay, Carl, could we, we're trying to get, let's get right. the lunch order. And then you can There's go. the ballet dancer doing her plies or whatever, yeah. right? We're like, move oh, along. Yeah. yeah, I could see that for Boy, sure. Performing arts schools, those that, that'd be an interesting place to. Fame! I'm gonna leave. You know, that was about the performing arts school. Right. Nobody? Okay, bye. Luke Bryan and Peyton Manning will be co-hosting the... Country Music Association Awards. Do you get irritated when people call them the CMAs? No. Because, the, you know, the, the... If you say CMA Awards, that still works, too. That's, because the A is the association. Yeah, but people are saying that it shouldn't be the CMAs because that's that's like saying, did you win a Country Music Association? Right. Now, these are irritating yes, people. I and they know who they saying. are. Yes, <laughs> they're the yes. contrarians. They're probably on Reddit just looking to correct people. Yes. But still, they're out there. I love it. Anyway, Luke Bryan and Peyton Manning will be emceeing the CMA Awards tonight. And they say that they're not going to be doing any jokes that are going to like be rough on people. I believe Luke Bryan said, look, everybody's so sensitive these days. We'll have some fun with the people out there, but it's a little more tame these days. You don't have to worry about any Oscar slaps or anything like that. We're not going to be going overboard. 
Peyton Oscar said that the, slaps. Okay. those two guys will be hitting hard at each other. He said, sure. Luke and I both have thick skin, and, and the more the, the joke can be on us, the better. Sure. So we're, we're down with that. Okay. It is too sensitive. We need Ricky Gervais back. Golden Globes. I know. Bring back Ricky. We want Ricky. What? Nothing. It's okay. You can do your thing and I can do my thing. All right. What would you like that to have been? Just, we want Ricky. But then you immediately went into your own cheer and then did a... Like, dun, 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 dun. Let's go. See... Now I'm explaining it, and now people are going to email and be like, when Steve corrects how you cheer, hearing a man in 2023 <laughs> correct how a woman wants to cheer. It's okay. It's what we do here. 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 Now, I was very surprised this morning when Donna put into our show outline fun facts about the movie Elf. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is the kind of thing that if I would put in it, she'd be like, do we really? Are we really like going to do this? low-hanging fruit. I love low-hanging fruit. I know you That's do. That's the apple I always reach for. We will all hear fun facts about the movie Elf. I didn't look, Donna. Make oh, us feel okay. whimsical. That when it. we come back, it's Donna and Steve on my talk. Oh, hey, guys, if you are looking for health insurance, uh, keep in mind, open enrollment is here and you need look no further than Minsure.org. Minsure can help you find, choose and enroll in comprehensive health coverage. And it's the only place to get financial help to lower the cost of insurance. This is a free service. You could find the right insurance for you and your family. And keep in mind that most Minnesotans actually qualify for financial help. Certified Minsure assisters, they can help you in person, they could help you over the phone, they could do it virtually. I personally know how overwhelming it can be to choose the right health care coverage, so it's nice to know that there is free help out there. Did you lose medical assistance or Minnesota care? You may be able to get new coverage through Minsure. Minsure does not sell insurance, they help you find it. You can get started today to find quality comprehensive health insurance at Minsure.org. That's M-N-S-U we're back donna and steve on my talk 1071 where talk is fun so true i know right a live look outside with my eyes it's gray a little cloudy out there it's a little little sepia ish out there yeah nobody asked for the instagram filter today right no kidding Hey, we got the big Zamboni with us as well. Honk, honk. Honk, honk. Hey, what was the assignment that we were uh, looking into? I can't remember. Remember, you were like, I'll look into it more. Oh, yeah. The menu from the Titanic. Oh, yeah. You ready to find out what they were eating that night? Yeah. I would love to. Some dinner options for first class on the Titanic. I'm listening. Uh, oysters, sirloin of beef with horseradish cream, and parade, uh, period, excuse me, uh, parsnips. Okay, that sounds good. Mmm. I like that. I like horseradish, and I think parsnips don't get nearly the attention they deserve. I Agreed. agree. I like the creamed yeah. version. Okay. So good. And then a dessert that's a uh, a tart dessert with Victoria pudding. Uh, Apricot tart with Victoria pudding. Victoria I'm really pudding. hit and miss on pudding. Yeah. Tapioca <gasps> ruined it for a lot of kids. Because oh, we I thought love it. we were eating vanilla. I get where you're coming from because I've had that bubble tea or that whatever that tea is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That has like chewy things in it. Yeah. That is Boba. very jarring. I feel like tapioca pudding is to pudding what the oatmeal raisin is to cookies. <gasps> it's like, oh, you look, you got dressed up, 
in your chocolate chip cookie costume. I got excited. I ate you. And what was supposed to be chocolate was a dead grape. <laughs> Likewise, <laughs> in the world of pudding, okay. you're like, okay, what do we have? Vanilla chocolate? Oh, vanilla. All right, cool. I would have preferred chocolate, but vanilla is all good with me. And then it hits you with that tapioca p- taste, which I don't even know how to describe the flavor. I've avoided it so proactively. I actually love it. Not surprising. It's good. I mean, it tastes like vanilla with rice in it. That's what it is. <laughs> is that really what it is? Yeah, it's rice. Am I wrong? You might be rice. I may be wrong. I may be crazy. Am I rice? Michael, look, uh, look I don't know. How it. would rice flavor it? Rice it is doesn't a... flavor it. It's just in there for the chunks. But isn't there a flavor difference of tapioca and vanilla, Donna? If there is, I don't know what it is. There but I'm pretty is. sure that's rice, right? Huh, hang on. Hold on. This should not be that hard. It to... shouldn't be. Tapioca. It's from a root. Rice. Oh, boy. It's always jarring when somebody Tap- says root. Well, it's tapioca <laughs> rice pudding. <laughs> you can make it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can make it in the cooker. You can do Thai-style tapioca pudding. But the tapioca has a different flavor than the vanilla. Rice be set aside for the moment. Sure. There's a different flavor. That don't, is what's disappointing to kids. Don't we have chefs who listen to us? How we about get... we'll do a Who's Listening Chefs edition? Love. I'll do it when Elizabeth is here on Friday because okay. she'll have better questions to ask. Then me or you would be no, able to No, she's a foodie ask. for sure. Okay. Uh, okay, that's interesting. Okay, so rice pudding and tapioca are both sweet desserts with a similar texture, but they are not the same thing. Rice pudding is different. So does tapioca not have rice in it? Tapioca does not. It's made from processed cassava or manioc root, many hot root esculenta. Mike, would you say <laughs> if you went to the dentist, yep. I think I need a root canal? I think I need a, yeah, I would say root canal. You're oh. canceled. <laughs> <laughs> you can't cancel northern people, Donna. Okay, sorry. Just because they were born. But if I was driving somewhere, I would take a root. That's... But if it's a root okay. from the ground, yeah. Would you be delivering papers on your paper route or route? Well, that's what I mean, route. route. I Here's guess what's route. interesting, route. route, yeah. If you were going out in the snow, you probably wouldn't first put your winter boots on. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> the English language makes no sense. Uh, I know. It's, uh, it's tough. I, don't, I give a lot of credit to people who learn English for sure. as a second language. Oh, my gosh. It is, yes. It's got to be the most difficult yes. of all the languages. Yes, indeed. I bet Chinese is easier to learn. I don't know. I don't know. When, you're, when you've swapped out letters for character, you know what, Donna? Go ahead. For learn symbols? Chinese this year. I think Dawn was learning Chinese, or was she learning Japanese? Japanese. And oh. you're canceled. Okay, because I mixed up the two. He said rut. There's <laughs> <laughs> a pretty low threshold for cancellation. All right, now we only All have right. a few minutes, but let's get to some of these Here fun facts about the movie Elf. 20 years old. Yay. It's coming this to theaters year. this year, November uh, next week. Yeah. November 17th, okay. I think. Will Ferrell was not the first choice to play Buddy the Elf. The script was written all the way back in 1993 with this actor in mind. Do you know it? James Vanderbeek. No. You were right with the James. Let's call him Jim. Carrie. You got it. Oh, sure. Yep. Let's celebrate. Buddy was originally written as a darker character. Director John Favreau was really interested until it was rewritten to be more family friendly. Hmm. 
Buddy's costume was based on the outfits the elves wore in... The Rudolph, yeah. Yes. The, uh, the Rudolph, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. reindeer. Yeah. Uh, Buddy's 12-second burp that was actually performed by Maurice LaMarche, who did the voice of the brain on Pinky and the Brain. No way. Wow. Way. Was it a real burp? Yeah. Oh, my. By the way, this music. Turn this off for a second, Mike. This is why I'm telling you. Watch Happy Christmas movies, okay. Donna. They're right. lovely. Okay. This feels good. The cotton balls Buddy eats in the doctor's <laughs> office? Actually, undyed cotton candy. Oh, that's cool. Will Ferrell really did eat all that sugar, including the maple syrup-coated spaghetti, spaghetti and candy? <laughs> oh, my God, that is so nasty. Yeah, it is. Yuck. Buddy's fight with the fake Santa, played by Artie Lang, was done in one take. Well, that's because the set all around, they Correct. plow into it. You got one shot there. Keep that's rolling. Exa- you're right. Favreau told them to just go nuts and wreck it. Uh, Will? Will? Will Ferrell. Oh, that guy. He turned down a reported $29 million <laughs> to make a sequel because he was worried it would suck and people would accuse him of doing it for the money. Sure. I'd still be open to seeing it, but that movie is really, really wonderful. And it's short. It's It doesn't belabor itself. James Caan, by the way, yeah, claims the real reason that Will turned down the role for a sequel was because he and John Favreau did not get along. Oh. Mm. Hmm, that's, that's what he said. Fun. That's Peter Dinklage is in that as well, Donna. That's right. Yes. He's, he's the fixer for children's book scripts. Love he it. is so good in that. <laughs> He's a good actor. And then Will Ferrell's thinking that he is, in fact, an elf from the North Pole and eventually the South Pole. Very funny. They have a great scene together. All right. I'll watch it. Uh, Call us now. 651-641-1071. We're going to play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge next. Hey, friends. What's up? Stevie Boy from my buddies at Chanhassen Dinner Theaters. Uh, It's November. Time to make your holiday plans. How about Thanksgiving dinner and a show with Jersey Boys? Huh? Not too shabby there. It's an early show, by the way, on Thursday. Uh, you can leave all the work and clean up to the friendliest staff around on Thanksgiving. They got the cozy fireplace that awaits you. Jersey Boys hitting all the high notes. The Pioneer Press called it a must-see. Soak up the heartfelt story at all those great tunes. It's a remarkable showcase of the four seasons, their music, that sound. It's really, really wonderful. You got to see it. Uh, in addition to that, a great concert series always. Coming up right now, tributes to the Carpenters. And then your choice of eight different holiday shows. The Three Tenors, Rock and Roll Christmas Spectacular, Christmas with a Whole Lot of Soul, The Amazing Cat Perkins, and so much more. You can get your tickets, chanasmdt.com. That's where you can also get tickets to see Stevie Ray's Comedy Cabaret. Hilarious improv comedy Friday and Saturday nights. Chanhassen Dinner Theaters, always entertaining you. Thank you for listening. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun and we're going to play a game. It's time to go to college. Yeah. It's time to attend the College yeah. of Pop Culture Knowledge. Yeah. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. 
Donna. Yep. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, the Big Zamboni. I want to see how smart you are. It is time for the College of Pop Culture Knowledge, and this race is heating up. Now just two points separate the two of you. Yeah. One eighteen for Steve, one sixteen for Donna. Donna, it's your personal last chance oh, no. to try to cut into that lead this week, uh, and then you have to pass the reins, of course, over to Elizabeth. Oh, no. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to finish on a 2-0 at the end of the week. That's just the fact of the matter. And I'll say that right to Elizabeth tomorrow. That's rude. It's it's sort of statistical at this point. You're right. I don't think she's ever won a game. <laughs> really? Really. It's like freaking Dopey Belanger. He's just up here, and he's just so glad to be breathing non-news fumes that he just like gets all <laughs> delirious deer in headlights. I don't think he's one. You're right. You're right. And of course, with this very gloomy week, we've uh, been trying to bring some color to the world as we are continuing color week. And today's color is the color purple. Oh, purple okay. yeah. is our theme yes. today. And we've got Emily on the line to play with us. Hi, Emily. Good morning. What's up? What's up with you? Mm, just, you know, hanging out with sick feline. Oh, a sick cat. What sort of sickness does the cat have? I don't know. Stopping and sneezing and barfing all over. Oh, oh no. Are you going to bring him no. in? Yeah, he's got x rays tomorrow. Oh, oh and maybe he's, he's got okay. like a lung infection or something. Oh, mm, yeah, probably bronchitis or. Oh, um, oh that's we'll a bummer. What's oh. your cat's name? Terry Baby. Cherry Baby? Terry Baby. Terry Baby? Terry Baby. Harry, 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 Harry. Harry Baby. Hero said Terry Baby. Okay. Harry, baby. Mary? <laughs> Harry? <laughs> Harry? Uh, okay, well, wonderful. Well, we hope that everything goes well at the vet. Much love to Thank Harry, you. baby. Um, it is now time for you to determine if you would like to team up with Donna or Steve. The topic during Color Week is purple in pop culture. What say you? My girl, Donna. Frick. Yay! <laughs> Thank you! Bye, Steve. Come right. back with some candy. No. Emily, you're going on hold, so hang out tight and uh, listen in. And if you hear anything you want to change as we run through these answers, you'll get that option to do so. Again, Color Week, purple today. Just two points separate Donna and Steve. Are you ready, Donna? Mm, Not really. Well, we'll find out. Okay. Let's start off with this one here. Traditionally, purple is an evil color in pop culture, as evidenced by the fact that it's the primary color of Thanos, Skeletor, the Joker, and this under-the-sea witch. Ursula. Long before Taylor's Lavender Haze ran up the charts, we experienced this guy's Purple Haze in 67. That is Jimi Hendrix. Though she was nominated for the color purple, Whoopi Goldberg's Oscar win actually came in a supporting role in this 1990 film. Uh, uh, 1990? Uh, that is uh, Ghost. Okay, anything you like repeated? That one. Uh, although she was nominated for the color purple, Whoopi Goldberg's Oscar win came as a, in a supporting role in this 1990 film. Okay, I there guess I'm going to say ghost, I okay. guess. Well, let's see what Emily thinks. Emily, you heard her answers to those three questions. How did you feel like she did? Number three is the color purple. Nope, let me read it again. Though she was nominated for the color purple, Whoopi Goldberg's Oscar win came in a supporting role in this 1990 film. Celine? What? What was that? 
You are you looking for her character? No, no, no. So the she, the movie. So and Donna said ghost for the movie. If you the question is though she was nominated for the color purple, Whoopi Goldberg's Oscar win came in a supporting role in this 1990 film. So it wasn't in the color purple. It was in a different film. Donna says ghost. Harriet, I don't know. No, I, her answer was ghost. Is the movie she was she she oh, thinks yeah, it let's is. Go with ghost. Okay. Okay. I think we'll go with that. Hold on a sec. Okay. Thanks, Emily. Hey, Steve. As uh, we'll grab Steve here, running through the College of Pop Culture knowledge. Um, it's, it's a little tricky. Okay. It's tricky. <laughs> it's I tricky. love it. This show's dripping with pop culture references. <laughs> Thank you. Steve, are you ready to play the game? I'm excited. All right, it's the it's uh, purple week as we're running through these different colors. Grimace, one. Prince, Grimace again. <laughs> Those are my answers. Let's see how they line up. Let's see how it works. We'll start things off with this one. Traditionally, the color purple is an evil color in pop culture, as evidenced by being used as a primary color for Thanos, Skeletor, the Joker, and this under the sea witch. Ursula. Long before Taylor's Lavender Haze ran up the charts, we experienced this guy's Purple Haze in 67. Jimi Hendrix. Though she was nominated for the color purple, Whoopi Goldberg's Oscar win came in a supporting role in this 1990 film. I think that's Ghost. Okay. Um, 15 seconds. Anything you'd like to If we get to a tiebreaker. Yeah. And if it's not Grimace, I would say, Mike, that's a miss on your part. Okay. Respectfully. I appreciate With that. With deep love, appreciation, and respect for you and for what you do. Let's run through these answers here. We'll start yeah, with the on. first one. Traditionally, uh, purple is an evil color as uh, in pop culture, as evidenced by the fact it's a primary color for Thanos, Skeletor, also the Joker, and this under the sea, which, yes, you both nailed it. It's Ursula. Uh, long before Taylor's Lavender Haze ran up the charts, we experienced this guy's Purple Haze in 67. Of course, Jimi Hendrix experience had the song Purple Haze. Yeah. Yeah, I love that song. done. It's fantastic. And finally, we move yeah. to this last Great one. guitar lick at the beginning. Oh, yeah. Though she was nominated for the color purple, Whoopi Goldberg's Oscar win came in a supporting role in this 1990 film. Ghost is correct. Yeah. You both just ran the table. Nicely nice. done. I never know. Sometimes these questions just are so easy. Sometimes you guys struggle. We're going to a tiebreaker, though. Yeah, oh, you boy. never know what our blind spots are. That's for sure. Apparently, the color purple is not a blind spot, right. and we are all headed to a tiebreaker. All that right. means, Emily, you're going to play along with us, okay? All right, I'm ready. All right, you're pulled up as well. So at any point you think you know the answer to this question, yell out your name. That is your buzzer. If you get it right, you win. If you get it wrong, your opponent gets to hear the entire question. Are the three of you ready to roll? <sighs> yes. Yes. Ready. All right. To decide. Donna's final opportunity at a point this week hmm. before Elizabeth comes in. Here we go. Learn this, Donna. Okay. This top five song was inspired by a casino fire in Switzerland following a Frank Zappa concert. The band Deep Purple witnessed it hmm. and oh Ian goodness. Gillian wrote it. Does anybody know? Mm. Not based on that description. Mm. I will now. Here we go. Now we're just going to let you listen to it. Again, we're looking for a top five song. Oh, okay. Okay. Steve! Steve! Come on. Oh, gosh. Need an answer. It's not Ina Gata DeVita. It is not. Let's listen to a little more of it. 
Emily. Oh, Emily. An idiot. Emily, go ahead. Give your answer. The Mothers of Invention. It is not. No. <laughs> um, dun, 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 I used to play this. It's a great thing to play. Oh, really? huh? It's Nope, it's not that either. And uh, Donna, it's... All right, you got about, like 10 more when seconds When do I get here. to jump in again? No, you don't. Not until I get my guess. All right, you're, you get your you guess. five more seconds now. I call time. Oh, my. That's the end of the 10 seconds. You have no idea well, that would like song? to introduce That's it again? five song? Now is it a free-for-all again? Everybody back in? No, we have to go to tiebreaker number two. Was that Smoke on the Water? It's yes. Smoke on the Water, yes. Smoke, smoke on the Water on is the song. On the Fire in the sky. All right, number two. Oh, boy. Um, let me... I got this. Thank you, Mike, for... Having a second oh, tiebreaker, that's thoughtful you. Of you say that as if I have a second oh, tiebreaker. I thank you so oh, Let much. us reset the uh, the date and time Please now. Do. Uh, Why don't you just give me the win? Nope. Uh, today is Wednesday, November 8th. Your time now, 1038, unless you're listening on the podcast. Then it could be anytime, anywhere. That's right. We don't know. All right, let's go with this one All here. Right. Are you the three of you ready once again? <sighs> yes. Yes. Barney is a purple dinosaur. There were two famous Donna, Demi Lovato. Yes, that's the win. (laughs) Okay. I was going to say there are two famous celebrities known for getting their start on that TV series. Obviously, Demi Lovato and... Oh, man. Selena. Selena Gomez, yes. Oh, wow. Yay, Emily! That sucked. You're my best friend, friend too. Oh, man. Now I'll only be up by three at the end of this week. Because I'm up one right now. I'll win the next two days because Elizabeth love is Love you in. long time. Love you long time. Thank Tell, you, Emily. Hang Emily. on we'll the line. Yeah. Our love to Harry baby. <laughs> Harry yes. baby. She, by the way, is winning right. uh, a pair uh passes to uh, the Holdovers movie, at, uh, which is out now. Fantastic. Fun. Smoke oh, on the water. I love it. Yeah, smoke smoke on, on the water. Yeah. On. It takes a while to get there, you know. Well, yeah, it's the only it song Deep Purple has, too, so I was thinking yes, right. maybe that would... Nikes, right. man. Who sings that other one? In a gonna... In a gotta Who sings that? It's like a nine-minute song, isn't it? Um, I don't know. I feel like you would have spun that record at some point, because it feels like a good DJ bathroom break song. That would be Iron Butterfly. Oh, wow. Yeah, it never worked at a rock station. Other though. hits include In a Gata Vida, the remix. By the way, this is the remastered 17-minute-long version. 17. This, this version wow. we're listening to is the 17. You can run to McDonald's, get some uh, Happy Meals, and come back and still have time. Holy cow. In what a, a cool... Is that how it goes? No. <laughs> In a little tiny Tim to him. <laughs> oh, these cool guys are song. good. What does this mean? I'm sure Alan, our regular listener, will tell us. Oh, especially now that you've laid down the You know, because like, um, you know, Abacab from Genesis or Phil Collins. Have you ever heard Abacab? Uh, I bet I have when Uh, I hear it. I think it's the the chords. A, B, A, C, A, B, A, I think. Abacab. Abacab. How about the do 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 da 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 da? 
I'll save Alan the Google. It's in the Garden of Eden, baby. It is in, in the, the garden. garden of Eden, baby. That's what he's saying? Yep. Why are we calling it Inagata Davida? Wait. Or nobody calls it in the Garden of Eden. They no, call I, it Inagata Davida. Yeah, it's German. Oh. It's, okay. it's in the Garden of Eden, I believe, in German, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Brecken. Deutsch. Fun. Guten Tag. When we come back, Donna watched a couple of episodes of the new reboot of Frasier. Mm -hmm. We'll tell you uh, why her opinion varied greatly from the critics' opinion. Mm -hmm. Boy, and I got an interesting fact that I wonder if you know about Cheers Season 1. Oh. We'll get into that when we come back. It's Donna and Steve on my talk. Hello. Okay. Alrighty then. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on my talk 1071. Everything entertainment. All right. So, um, you know, sometimes you just shouldn't listen to the critics. I checked out the reboot of Frasier a couple of episodes last night. It's really good. I thought it was great. I laughed out loud several times. I haven't seen nice. it, but I have had high hopes for it. Yeah, I mean, so I'm looking at the Rotten Tomato reviews. It seems that the audience likes it. The critics are not really into it. I I don't even want to tell you what the premise is because the premise is kind of unveiled as the episode goes on. So you kind of... They work in... Is there a a surprise or any like like little... Episode one spoilers, or I guess plot points that spin it forward. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty early on. I, I'll just tell you this he goes uh, back to Boston, I believe, to see his son. And then it's about a little bit about where his son is in life and okay. that type of thing, and how Frazier then involves himself in his son's life. Funny, funny, very, very quick-witted. It's the same, you know, it's the same thing. I feel like I'm watching the same show as if it never went off the air. Huh. But, you know, I'm looking at some of the critic reviews, and it's like, the new Frasier is no twin to the original, and its supporting characters will need to develop some real nuance in order to live up to their predecessors. But still, there's something there. That's from the Daily Beast. Uh, let's see, in comparison to other revival series to recently roll out, there's an authentic feel to Frasier's return that keeps it from feeling too much like a faded photocopy of the original. So those are good ones. I like that. Then there are other ones that say, unfortunately, the new show is a blurry copy of the old one. You can almost make out a picture you recognize, but the effort of trying to focus just leaves you frustrated and headachy. Oh, sheesh. Another one says, it's clear the show isn't nearly as good as the original. The new ensemble pales uh, compared to the, re- um, excuse me, the original. Mm. Offers nothing new for audiences hoping for a reinvention. I, I don't even think I was hoping for a reinvention. I didn't, He's good. Reboots Kelsey are tricky. Grandma. Reboots are tricky. Critics are always a little bit snooty. And they put on their extra tight snooty pants. When it's time to critique a reboot, because they already come in sort of 
besmirking the entire notion sure. of why, you know, the old, why can't Hollywood have any new ideas? That that thing. So they, reboots are for the fanboys and the fangirls. Or the fan gals, if that suits your cowboy hat past a little better. Thank you. Then that's what it is. It's people who are like, yeah, we want more. Even if it's not the same, we want a little bit of the vibes. Yeah. Again, we want to see the character. Right. Again. I found um, this one to be interesting. The rhythms and the beats, the loud studio audience laughter and the hard jokes and kooky complications of timeless TV comedy are well represented here. And by the fifth episode, I had found a comfort zone. Mm, Sometimes it takes a good, you know, three, four, five episodes. Yeah. I think by the fifth episode, I would give up, especially, especially... If it were a longer formed show, like an hour long show, I'd be like, yeah, I'm not doing five. I'll do three. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. So um, highly recommend if you're just looking for something to throw on before bed. It's comforting. Yeah. You're on your computer. You know, you got your laptop, you're doing some stuff, looking at your phone, whatever it is. You Cozy do. shows before bed are nice. Yeah. Sure beats Dateline, Ramara. <laughs> Thanks, man. Very, very fun, Donna. Thank you for everything you've said. You're welcome. The entire first season of Cheers took place at the bar. The whole first season. They did not have a scene anywhere else until Diane's apartment in the first episode of the second season. Oh, yeah. I don't remember a whole lot outside of the bar. Do you? Not really. What would they do? Just sort of a transition a generic kind of like b-roll transition to the exterior of the bar and now it's the yeah. next day yeah and that's or they're stay... meeting up like i don't know i don't know guys this is the sort of thoughtful critique of entertainment well, that you only get is, here i haven't watched cheers in 30 years have you it's been more recent than 30 years. I don't know, like on a Nick at Night run or something like that. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Maybe it's been a long time. We're we're we're, we're older. What are you we're watching older. now? Oh, we were doing a little... We got back on the Only Murders in the Building train. Oh, you did? Okay. So that was nice. good. Um, really enjoying this season of Only Murders. And, uh, you know, it's... We watch... A, there's a lot of football on at our house. There's so much football on. So there's Monday night. Thursday night, all day Sunday, sporadically on Saturday. We're not a huge college football fan, but uh, so that takes up big chunks. So like Monday night, there's just a lot of that on. Mm-hmm. Now, yesterday, look, I'm not, this is going to sound complainy. What's new? It was like 8.35 and I was like thinking 8.35 PM. And I thought, I don't think I've like stopped yet today oh that's there's that's been, not good it's all the time donna there's oh. it's just we're just in a very busy phase so the time and then you know for lou and i have said this before i think a lot of you parents out there know the struggle if you have littles in particular you can't just like at eight o'clock say hey do we want to catch up on breaking bad right you can't do that your your tv viewing window becomes after the kids go to bed 
So now you're looking late in the 9.30 into the 10 o'clock hour by the time like you've wound down and gotten in comfy clothes and all that kind of stuff. What's the biggest age gap between your eldest and your youngest? Uh, they are nine years apart. Nine. Yeah. Okay. So you're going to be doing this for quite some time, Steve. That is correct. Yeah. Because yep. by the time Addie is in college. Mm-hmm. When she is 20, Dev will be Adeline's age, and at, which is 13, and she'll be like graduated from college. Right. You're still going to be running around, taking mm-hmm. kids to activities and things like that. There was a time a few years ago where we felt, you know, tired just because you have a few little kids running around the house. And we would talk to friends who were one step ahead of us in parenting or, or, or more. And I said to Lou, you know, this right now is the least busy we're going to be for a long time. And we feel tired right now. And that was like, you know, two, three years ago. And it is really ratcheted up. Are you still doing date night? No. Wow. Very, very rarely. To answer candidly, very, very rarely. It really takes intentional effort. We'll meet, we'll talk, and we'll be like, we need to do this, and then we don't. We were just talking yesterday about how difficult it is for people to commit to things in a certain phase of your life. Right, and that's really where you're at. Because it takes intentionality, and you, it's, it's easy to get swept up, and then it's like so many nights a week, there are things. And like I said, all it takes is have multiple kids and have each of them involved in a thing, and that's how you have multiple things on your calendar. Do you think intentionality is an actual word? I do. Okay. You don't? I wasn't and I'd sure. I'd like to put it to I, the no, test. No, I wasn't sure. I just wasn't sure. I guess I've never used it in that way. I just thought intention was the word. Okay, that could be. Mike might uh, render a verdict Intentionality. Here. Yes! All right. I learned something new today. Thank you. Thank you, Donna. All right, well, we're going to take a break. Mike's going to come back. He's going to have a dirt alert, and then I'll tell you why Jack Nicholson does not act anymore. This coming from one of his good friends. That is next on My Talk.